Welcome to the Passive Income MD Podcast, where we talk about creating your ideal life through multiple streams of income. I'm your host, Peter Kim. If you enjoy hearing about this stuff, make sure to hit subscribe so I can bring it to you every week. Now let's get on with the show. Everyone, I'm always uh, excited to talk to this person. This is Troy Eckerd of Eckerd Enterprises. He's the CEO and founder. Just fun person to talk to, extremely knowledgeable in the area of investing uh, as a personal investor, whether it comes to real estate, entrepreneurship, mineral rights, all of these things. And he definitely keeps his pulse on what's happening in the economy and market today. So these they always makes for an interesting conversation. Troy, how you doing? I'm doing good, Peter. Thanks for having me on again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, for those who don't know who you are, you've come on our show before, you've talked to us a bunch of times about different things. Can you explain a little bit, uh, actually, can you do a little bit of a, a better intro than I've done for you? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I, I can I can give you a quick 30-second synopsis. I started in 1985 as a licensed investment broker working for a small energy company who was looking at high net worth investors who wanted to own energy assets in the United States as real hard real estate and they wanted tax deductions. So that's how I started my career 37 years ago. And it didn't take me long to realize that it was a very difficult industry and that if you're going to have to uh, build a successful energy portfolio, it's one where you roll up your sleeves, you get dirty, you spend the time out in the field and you really get to know it. And so fast forward 37 years, I own a company that's Eckerd Enterprises. We deal in pipelines, mineral rights, drilling, other energy related assets, but it's all related to Eckerd being the manager for private individual investors who decided this asset class is something they want in their portfolio for various reasons. So been doing this going on four decades as of this year. So, I mean, as you know, I've been talking about this with you for, for a long time, even before I became an investor, even before I kind of uh, partnered with you in different ways. Uh, it took me a while for, to, to wrap my mind around mineral rights, the idea. Like I remember how many questions, I feel kind of stupid actually, to be honest with you. I kept asking you some of the same questions over and over again. And I felt like it wasn't until you started kind of relating it to something that I'm already familiar with, that I started to understand it. And that that topic is real estate. And so I thought for today's episode, I thought it'd be great to talk a little bit about mineral rights and talk about that comparison between that and real estate and how those two things are related and to be able to understand a little better. So kind of just starting with that, when you talk about mineral rights, explain to us a little bit about what that is for people who may not understand. Well, I, I think the best thing is let's start with the first premise. Whenever we started developing the United States with private ownership, when the country was started uh, in the land grant days, everybody went out to settle the West and settle all the land in the U.S. You were given a parcel of land with a legal description. But as it evolved over time, the U.S., which is one of the only countries in the world, said, well, you actually have three rights. You have the surface rights, everything attached to the surface. You have air rights directly above your X, Y coordinates of your property, but it's air not attached to surface. And you get all the natural resources below the ground, uh, which is called mineral rights. So anything, once you start digging on the ground, it's becoming mineral rights. And we're the only country really in the world that allows private ownership of mineral rights. Everything else in the world is owned by the government of those particular countries. So it's unique to the United States. It's unique that you can own three rights and you can actually sell one or the other, or all three in three separate transactions. All three rights are deeded and titled just like traditional real estate. Now, that sounds great, but realistically, probably 80% of the country doesn't have anything under the ground of natural resources of any value. They don't have gold, silver, water, oil, and gas. So the mineral rights have never really been any uh, material matter to anybody because 
that's not it. It's not worth anything, right? But in certain areas of the country, your mineral rights can be worth four, five, a hundred times the value of surface rights. So from that standpoint, if you know where those natural resources are, owning those mineral rights could be substantially higher value than any surface right you can own. Mm. Hey everyone, I'm excited to tell you about PIMDCon, the Physician Real Estate and Entrepreneurship Conference happening on September 21st to 23rd this year. As always, we're bringing together some of the smartest minds in real estate investing and entrepreneurship to speak at this event. Now what sets this conference apart from others goes way beyond the speakers. It's being part of the community that's created at our live events. Now this year, we're offering specific tracks focus on real estate investing or entrepreneurship acceleration. So you can customize your experience and focus on what matters to you the most. Now our expert speakers, coaches, and workshops, they're gonna help you gain the knowledge and confidence you need to take your next steps forward um, and towards achieving financial success and independence way beyond medicine. And it's not just about the information you're gonna learn from the speakers, it's about the conversations you'll have with other attendees that I know will spark new ideas, inspire you to take action. So every year, people leave PIMDCon and they launch their real estate investing careers while others grow their portfolio in exponential ways, I mean, ways you wouldn't have even imagined. Now this year is gonna be no different as you leverage your big ideas to expand your vision for what's possible. So join us in person in Los Angeles on September 21st through 23rd. There's also a virtual option available for those who can't come live. So don't miss out on this opportunity to connect with a community of like-minded individuals and gain practical skills and knowledge to help you achieve your financial goals. Save that date, September 21st to 23rd, 2023. I'll see you there. Thanks everyone. Bye. When it comes to real estate, you know, we're able to look at kind of online platforms, look at the market. You know, we all have a decent understanding of like what creates value when it comes to like our homes. Yes, sir. Piece of land and what can be, you know, the, the, the economics behind it when you rent the property and that sort of thing. How do you actually figure out what are the mineral right values? How do you even figure, start figuring something like that out? Well, and that's one of the key issues, Peter, is that the oil and gas companies, the majors, Exxon, uh, Chevron, Oxy, for a hundred plus years, they've enjoyed the fact that understanding oil and gas is complex and that's how they've taken advantage of mineral owners. They were able to get the leases really cheap. They were able to get terms really favorable to the oil company. They knew the oil companies knew, hey, we're the tenant, but we're also on with all the money to go explore and drill. So for a hundred years, it's always been obscurity in the mineral owner or mineral rights owner understanding how it works. Well, it's even worse for the outside investor because if you didn't own the minerals, your grandfather didn't buy the land in Oklahoma or New Mexico or Texas, you know, 150 years ago, well, you really don't even understand what mineral rights are or how the game is played. So the advantage is, is that from my standpoint, I started working in the energy space in 1985. So I was the participant in drilling wells and understanding how these oil companies operate. So I think about a casino. I was on the player side, making the bets, drilling the wells, putting my money up. And on this side is this, this guy in his fancy suit with a smile all the time because he's the house and he always wins. You know, that's how they pay for these billion dollar casinos. And so I spent 30 years going, how do I get on his side of the table? He never takes a risk. His chip rack never goes away. They never stop the game and say, wait a minute, we need more chips because you guys have won so much. No, those chips stayed there for years without being replaced. So I said, how do I become a mineral owner? That wasn't really a marketable idea until about seven or eight years ago. And because of 30 years of drilling and being on the tenant side, the drilling, the, the planer side, 
all of a sudden the market opens it. Now you can be on the casino side. You can be the mineral owner and let Exxon and Chevron and Oxy drill wells free for you and you get free revenue every month. And I go, bingo, three and a half decades waiting. Here it is in front of me. So this whole thing evolved because of technology. So just like Elon Musk in a spacecraft up with 36 motors this morning, talking about how I can maneuver in space and everybody's going and on. That same technology is being used in oil and gas to drill that guy that drill bit four miles to the ground. So the oil and gas industry uses probably the most software and hardware of any other industry besides NASA with regard to using it for drilling accurate wells. So better technology, better oil and gas, modern technology such as horizontal drilling and fracking combined with the fact that, wait a minute, now there's 100 million acres in 30 states in this country that have shale plays that are now available for you and I to go buy mineral. Now you just know how to be, you be able to read the map, you got the expertise, and now you can compare it to, hey, real estate, if you and I traveled the country, went to Orlando, or we went to Dallas or Atlanta or San Francisco, said, hey, I'm a multifamily apartment guy. Well, you know the fundamentals. You know what it takes and rent and occupancy and all that type of stuff. It's not you don't know, but those are five different markets, and they have five totally different parameters what it takes to make money in that particular sector. Well, oil and gas mill rights is just like real estate. It's totally different in New Mexico than it is in Oklahoma, et cetera. So what we do, what we do is just like real estate investment, we focus on where we think the highest margin of value is. We go where we think there's the least regulation, the least uh, obstacles to cover. And when we go, we want to have the best developers, the best managers, the people who know how to get that oil and gas out of the ground to the highest quality and highest value. And that's where Eckert's four decades of expertise said, we want to be in Oklahoma and the Permian Basin in West Texas because of the reasons I just described. So it's it's just like real estate. It's knowing your market, staying focused, not a jack of all trades, learning from what you've gathered and experienced for 30-something years, and now saying, how do I get the highest point on the food chain with the least amount of risk? That's mineral rights. Hey, everyone, have a quick question for you. Are you looking for a secure and reliable long-term investment strategy? Meet Eckerd Enterprises. It's a family-owned and operated firm with over 35 years of experience specializing in U.S. energy and alternative investments. Here at Passive Income MD, you often hear me talk about the need to diversify. One of the safest investment strategies available today are mineral rights. And with Eckerd Enterprises, you can diversify your portfolio. Their team is committed to helping private investors like you and me identify and develop successful diversified portfolios. With an average return on investment of over 24% across their portfolios, the Eckerd team is dedicated to helping you build and protect your wealth through long-term passive income. All of this while minimizing the risks associated with traditional investments. So check out Eckerd Enterprises if you want that great investment experience. Go to EckerdEnterprises.com. Again, that's EckerdEnterprises.com. Thanks and back to the show. Mm. So is it possible that me as a, an investor, kind of like thinking about this in terms of real estate, I could buy a plot of land, um, have the mineral rights, own it, and then be essentially a landlord and where I can essentially get you know income from somebody coming in and renting the spot? Is that is that kind of how it works? 100%. If you happen to own uh, surface rights that came with the minerals, your grandfather or you never sold off your mineral rights, you don't even know you own it. In many cases, these, these ranchers and farmers get a knock on the door from a landman and says, hey, yeah, I represent an oil company. They want to lease your minerals. And you're like, what do they want to lease my minerals for? And you say, well, they want to lease your minerals because effectively they plan on drilling some wells in your property. You go, okay, well, that's great. I have no idea what they're doing and I don't know what they're going to drill and why, but here's $1,000 an acre for a three-year lease. 
Well, in that lease document, it also gives you a percentage, which is called a royalty. Royalty, just like the Queen of England or King of England, I'm getting free income without any exposure to risk. So here's your $1,000 an acre, and we'll give you 20% of all future income, zero liability, no environmental, no drilling. You're like, all right, I have no idea. So like you said, you might own the surface, you own the minerals that didn't know they were worth value. All of a sudden they come, drill three or four wells. These are excellent wells. This is what saved the U.S. energy uh, industry because of all the shale drilling that we've done. Next, you know, six, nine, ten months down the road after the wells drilled, you get a check in the mail and it's $180,000. You're like, what? Oh, yeah, and that's for three wells that were drilled. It was three months of production. And these wells will last 25 to 75 years. And I'm going to give you an example because I think it's important to know the real life. So my wife has two uncles that live south of Austin, Texas. They're in a basin called the Eagleford Shale Trend. Both of them were scrubbing out of living on 300, 340 acres worth of land. They had cows and crops, et cetera. All of a sudden, they find out they're in the Eagle for trend. They, they, they have not made a lot of money, very little money in their lifetime. There comes Conoco Phillips, knocks on the door, says, we want to lease your minerals. They paid them 25000 an acre. The surface was only worth $2,000 an acre. They paid them 25000 an acre. $7.5 million to lease your land. They came back and drilled four or five wells on both of the uncle's property. They're now worth close to 35 or $40 million because of their percentage of revenue. And that's happened all over the country. So now all of a sudden we realize this is not just one area that's gotten lucky. There's not one particular area that has, you know, maybe an advantage over others. Now we realize there's 30 states and 100 million acres. So not one single private equity or New York firm can afford to buy it because it's just it's massive in size. Well, that's the window that opened up for Eckert saying, well, I have the expertise in knowing why they're drilling and where who's going to be a better driller, who's best in class. I don't have enough capital. I'm going to go find Peter and people like Peter Kim to say, hey, this is a window. We get to buy minerals side by side with Exxon and Chevron and Oxy. They do all the work, spend the money, and we get to be like Catherine's two uncles who sit back and just get a check every month for the next 25 or 75 years. And I always get the same question, Peter. Sounds too good to be true. I go, it does sound too good to be true. It is only because it's brand new as a cycle and as asset class and an industry. It's only evolved in the last seven years. So it's really kind of cool. But what I like about it is from a real estate standpoint, you can use a 1031 tax exchange. You can take and go sell you some rent houses, take the money, do a 1031 and buy producing minerals, not risking producing. You can go do uh, an investment in minerals inside your self-directed IRA, your retirement account. You can buy your traditional account. It's real estate. It's title. I tell people all the time, you can go to Oklahoma right now, stop at a truck stop and on the bulletin board on the way to the men's room, it says minerals for sale, $100 an acre. Well, it's true. You can buy the minerals. You're never going to find oil and gas because every parcel of land in this country comes with surface rights, air rights, and mineral rights. That $100 an acre doesn't have any minerals or any valuable natural resources. So it's not only buying the minerals, it's buying under the right location with the right tenant, the right oil company. And the key is, Who's going to drill and get that oil and gas out of the ground to put that cash in your pocket? So there is some intricacies to it, but at the end of the day, this is a fantastic business because why? Wall Street can control it. They can dominate it, and it's not locking out high net worth investors like ourselves. It just means we've got to have a central way of doing it, which is what Eckerd created, a team that goes out, figures out who the better operators are, and then brings it to the private sector saying, this is how we collectively can participate in a trillion-dollar industry. It's, it, to me, I love it. We're playing with bull elephants and we're not getting stepped on. We're getting to ride with them. It's, it's a lot of fun. I've obviously seen some of the benefits from it and it sounds amazing. But as investors, and especially the people that are part of our community, 
Yeah. Number one, they always worry, or they actually want to know, like, where is the risk in this? Because again, uh, Warren Buffett's first role, right? Don't lose money. Yeah. Uh, second role is uh, see role number one. Yeah. So I want to know from from uh, I guess from an investor standpoint, and this question that probably give you all people give you all the time, like, where is the risk in this, and how do we avoid and mitigate that risk to make sure that we get the most out of this type of investment? So I've been doing this 37 years, and the number one risk is the oil and gas industry, direct investment, not stocks, direct investment. 9.8 out of 10 people that call you with oil and gas are complete crooks or they're completely incompetent. You're never going to make money. I can tell you right now, you can put 100 deals on the table, 95 to 98 are uh, poor financial choices, Ponzi schemes, failures, economically bust before they start. So absent having a poor manager, absent having somebody who has no intention of making you money, but making themselves money, when you get in the industry, the real risk on this is, do we buy minerals that may have oil and gas, but no one drills a well? So it's buying in the right location with the right oil company that has leased those minerals. That is the true magic to buying minerals, is buying the minerals with a lot of natural resources like oil and gas in place, but knowing who's going to drill the wells to pull that oil and gas out. Now, we deal with institutional buyers, Peter. A lot of these guys have put together $100, $200 million dollars. Wall Street guys, beautiful Rolex watch, nice little suits, fingernails polished, never seen a wool ring in their life. They're dictating $100, $200, $300 million worth of mineral rights acquisition. And I can tell you, when I sit down with them, they don't even know which way a drill bit turns. So their idea is, well, if Exxon and Chevron are drilling here, let's just buy a bunch of acreage and sooner or later they'll drill our wells and we'll make money. Well, that's like throwing manure against the wall, right? It's not going to stick. So you're a, you're an expert in real estate and you're an expert in multifamily. You're saying, there's a, a hundred hard apartments I could buy, but which one is the one that's going to have the greatest value and the greatest opportunity? It takes skill. So we get to we get to participate on that skill level. So where the risk is, number one rule that Eckerd has, do not lose money, period. There's no reason to lose money in metals. Number two, I got to make 10% return on my money or higher because it is an alternative asset class because of its lack of liquidity, lack of public market. Troy Eckerd and my partners need 10% return annually or higher. Number three, we only want to be in minerals that have major growth opportunities, meaning they're not going to drill one well or two wells. They're going to drill five, 10, 20, 30 wells because that's like adding another rental door in an apartment complex or a fourplex or an apex. Every well drilled is proving up more value and more cash flow. And then the fourth thing we want is we want to have the ability to have zero exposure to capital. We don't want to have any bills. We don't want to be notified of cost. We don't want to have insurance or property tax. We want to own assets that's a pure net income to us as the investors, which is what mineral rights are. So those four things are my rules, and that's what really applies to, to mineral ownership. It is truly the most passive asset you can own of all the asset classes. I mean, one thing that we always worry about in, in real estate where a lot of the risk is, is with debt and with levers. And especially during this time in the economy and the market right now, with interest rates rising, we were, people were starting to see the fallout from that. How do you guys approach that in terms of debt, leverage, and how does that work in your industry? Well, we're, we're doing what I would consider like climbing Mount Everest without oxygen. What we decided five years ago is we decided uh, we don't ever want debt, and we believe the power of aggregation. We believe there's sophisticated investors out there like yourself and other professionals that say, I just want cash flow with, with little risk, and I don't want government influence. I don't want bank debt. I don't want somebody else pulling my chains telling me what I can do. So I decided no leverage. We're going to pay cash for everything. So we buy the minerals. We invite our partners in. It's a one-time check for a capital investment. There's no fees and no cost thereafter. So here's the point. 
Everything we get is 100% pure cash and net. There's 12 checks a year and a 1099. Now, the reason we do that is like in today's environment with apartments and self-store, everybody's worried now that they're out of covenants with their loan. The problem with that, in my view, most individuals who syndicate real estate deals or oil and gas deals, they're using debt not for your advantage as the investor, they're using it for their advantage. Why? If I got to raise $10 million and I put $2 million over five apartments, then as the promoter, I get a carried interest in five deals, not in one deal. But it takes a lot of commitment and time to build a client base that can say, you know what, let's pay cash for those five deals. It's 10 million, let's raise 15 million. Now what happens is you're getting a true net yield off that property. You have nobody calling the covenants. And that's really what happened with us. Ecker decided we're a cash buyer. And two things happen. We now have about $400 million worth of minerals under management, right? We're at cash flowing over 18% across all portfolios. Some are just blowing it off, off their water, right? But all of them are averaging over 18% return. Here's the other thing that happened. The sellers that I've now recognized in this liquidity dying market where the banks are retracting, they said, who's the only buyer out there that can afford this? Well, Eckerd's the only cash buyer. We're being approached with 50, 100, 200 million dollar packages like nobody else can do it. Why is that important? If I have the inbound vacuum of the two acre seller or the hundred acre seller or the hundred million dollar project, we're getting first look at virtually every mineral asset out there of any caliber of quality before anybody else because we, one, can buy it, we can execute, and because of our partners like you, Peter, I have confidence with a thousand millionaire accredited clients behind me. All I've got to do is call 20 or 30 of my best clients say, hey, we think we went fish and caught a whale. What do you think? We think we like whale tonight for dare. Let's go get it. So it really has provided a major advantage. I'm sitting so cool as a cucumber right now because we have no one that's going to tell us to buy or sell. We're sitting there just cashing checks every month. And in this chaotic world right now, that's a pretty great position to be in. At least I, I think my partners are enjoying it as well as I am. I mean, I, I think that's fantastic that that's been your business plan. It's worked out really well in your favor, obviously, with this type of market. Where do you see the market for mineral rights you know, where's it going from here? We're hearing things about OPEC, we're hearing about energy independence, we're hearing all renewable energies, but where's the market for, for mineral rights, at least you see in the, in the I'd say in the next five to 10 years? Let's use uh, traditional real estate as a, as a good example. So right now, if I have somebody say, where do you see real estate in the next three to five years? In my view, I'd be gathering as much cash as I can because there's gonna be so many distressed and, 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 and defaulting real estate owners. So it's not happening that much today, it is going on, but. The real opportunity is in about 18 months when the banks are just loaded with all these distressed loans. They can't get rid of them. The equity's gone. The bank's got to divest their bank balance. And you're going in and buying bank debt for 50 cents on the dollar. So you're getting it for 30 cents on the dollar when you throw the equity and the bank's reduction in cost. So the opportunity is in 18 to 24 months. Well, oil and gas is the same way. The more that the administration puts in regulations and hurdles, the more they sucked out all the reserves out of our strategic petroleum, they dumped it on the market to artificially suppress prices. When OPEC comes back and says, hey, we're cutting 2 million barrels out of our future production in October, and then a month ago they came back to adding another million, what they're basically saying is, OPEC has said is, we think the U.S. economy is having a recession. We think demand's going to drop. We're going to get ahead of it. We're going to lower 3 million barrels a day. So when the recession hits, we're basically pursuer equal to demand. So they preemptively have cut production. But what that really means, though, is the United States, who is a massive, we're the number one consumer, we're importing 47% of our oil. So what, what I'm looking at is the same opportunity as those distressed real estate. I'm saying with no money in the market, sellers who have to sell to pay for that John Deere tractor, those farms and that equipment, 
they're going to find no one to buy in the market. I think we'll be the buyer of choice for the next 24 months. Then I think we're going to have a tough time. I think oil is going to be substantially higher. Mineral prices are going to go up because everybody and their brother's going to jump in. They're going to muddy the water. It's a great time not to buy minerals in 24 months. Today, it's wide open because we have no competitors. So just like real estate, when that door opens in about 18 months, you, me, and everybody, we're going to sell our watches and say, I'm buying every good asset from the banks I can buy until I can't buy anymore. We got about 24 months of that fund, and then it's going to go back to market value again, and it, everything rotates. Minerals are the same way. Only gas is the same way. We're in a buyer's market right now. We control the, the, the pulse. Sellers are not in control. Right now, the real estate guys are saying in about 18 to 24 months, we're going to be in a position with cash to buy that distressed real estate. So my clients who are handy real estate investors are buying minerals like crazy now, and they'll use that cash flow to buy real estate when it comes out in 18 and 24 months. It's, it's a dual it's a dual pistol. Buy what's available now at the most distressed price, which currently is oil and gas mineral rights. That's great. I mean, Troy, you've done a great job explaining all this, I guess, from a real estate standpoint, kind of matching the two together. Is there anything else I'm missing when it comes to uh, thinking about mineral rights? thinking about real estate, thinking about ways to understand that from a, a different perspective uh, in ways that might be easy for someone like me or, or the people part of my community might find and understand. Yeah, I think it is. I think the biggest question I get is, is two part. One, why would anybody that has it sell it, right? And the second question is, is that how how can I look at mental rights as something that is a, is, is a main part of my asset portfolio? And so what I would tell people is that every other part of your investment portfolio is directly affected by energy cost. So when you look at stocks, the gloves doctors use, the syringes, the cars you drive, every part of your daily life has petroleum in it. But if you don't own direct ownership in energy, when you balance your portfolio, your real estate comes down, your stocks come down because everything's getting more costly in inflation, it's gotta, you gotta have something to counterbalance that. Well, oil prices go up when inflation kicks in gear. Oil prices go up when everybody else is having a hard time. So if you counterbalance that by having some direct energy, you you reduce the losses in your other part of your portfolio and you can have significant gains. The other thing that's real important to understand is that um, these sellers are like having a good poker hand. So let's say we're playing a five-card poker. You get five cards, I get five cards. I draw three aces and I got a two and a 10. You draw three keys. I don't know what you have, you don't know what I have. But what I know is, I can sell these two cards. I can put down these two cards, the seven and the 10, and I might get a better hand. What these middle owners are doing is saying, I got a farm, my buddy's in trouble. I can sell 20 acres out of my 100 acres to Troy, and I can take that cash and buy 600 acres of service from my, my partner next door, who's gonna go to the bank and get foreclosed on. So they're simply taking a hand of cards and laying down assets they own to improve their hand and have a better day. The same thing we do in real estate. You and I both know, you buy a nice apartment complex, you do all the bells and whistles, you fix it up, get the NOI to the top market, you go, I pretty much got this lipstick on about as good as it's going to get. I can sell it now, reap the benefit, and redeploy that in a better opportunity. Same thing happens in the mineral rights. I mean, we're negotiating a huge deal right now under exactly that circumstance. This is a massive portfolio. They're going to sell 25% of their portfolio. And the reason they're doing it is they're saying, We've already made a lot of value in this. We can sell it today and go buy something else. They're just reshuffling that deck. And it's a, it's a great way to see an evolution just like real estate has, right? That's great, Troy. I, mean, I think people have gotten a lot from this uh, episode. Again, you shared so much information that I think would be super helpful. If somebody else wants to find out more about kind of the education side of this, wants to find out more about mineral rights, where's a great place for people to do that, to continue their education? And ultimately, how can they connect with you guys if they want to know more? 
Well, we spent the last three years building the state-of-the-art proprietary app called Eckerd Insights. You can go to Eckerd Insights, www.eckerdinsights.com. You go on there and log in and say, whether you're accredited or not accredited, doesn't matter, you can be a college kid. And that gives you access to all just hundreds of videos and hours and hours of education information. And virtually every subject you can think of is probably on a video or on an education material. And then you can decide, hey, I, I like what I see. I want more. You can sign up and say, hey, have somebody contact me. I'd like to see how it works and what you guys offer. The best thing for me right now, candidly, I mean, I'm almost 60 years old, but the best thing for me right now is our portfolios are selling out so fast, we really have zero pressure. So it allows me to really work slowly with a new investor, a new partner. Let's figure out where you're at in your portfolio. Let's figure out how we can best serve you and needs. There's no pressure. Once you're educated, once you're informed, then you can make that decision if you want to. But I enjoy that because, you know, it is a strange business. It has a lot of worms that are not normal to the sector. There is a, an analogy between real estate, but it's not the same. So you've got to get comfortable. I don't like doing anything I'm not comfortable with. And so once you're comfortable, then you can make a prudent decision. And I like that position we're in right now, which is laid back, educational. When, when you decide, the door can be open. But until then, it's just about informing and telling you what's happening in the oil and gas sector. Well, Troy, I want to thank you for the information. Full disclosure, Eckerd Enterprise has been a great partner of ours at PIMD. You've been at our conferences, you're part of our podcast, different events, and it's been great to get to know you guys and your company. And uh, I think a lot of people have found a, a lot of benefit from, from getting to know more about mineral rights. I think it's an area that's been unknown to us, but you've really shed the light on, on a different opportunities that are available for us high net worth individuals to provide that cash flow, to create that cash flow that people are looking for, ultimately that passive income. So Troy, I want to thank you for your time. And look forward to uh, talking to you more in the future. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Troy. Enjoy the show? Let me know by dropping a review in the podcast app you're listening to us in. And if you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe. Are you part of our community yet? Join thousands of physicians who are also on this journey to creating their ideal lives through multiple streams of income. You can join us on our Facebook group, Passive Income Docs. And you can always learn more at our website, PassiveIncomeMD.com. Thanks again for allowing me to be a part of your journey. See you next time.